Welcome to As the Story Grows, I'm Brian Patton. Today I'm stoked to share my chat with Eric and Ryan from Capsule. Capsule released their new EP, Ferox, back on December 12th. The guys talk about starting the band just so they could go on tour, the importance of the Richmond, Virginia scene, how Capsule morphed into other bands, and how those other bands led to Capsule releasing new music again. This was a super fun chat, and Ferox is a great little EP. $3 on Bandcamp, worth every penny. This is the last interview episode of 2023. Next week, there will be a single solo episode where I dive into my favorite records of the year and recap a little bit of the past year of podcasting. So if you aren't a subscriber, go ahead and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss next week's episode or any future episode. There's already a solid little back catalog of interviews already recorded for 2024. You can also join the mailing list where I recently shared my EPs of the year. We're also on Discord and Patreon. Patreon members get early access to every episode, and if you move up a tier, you can get Mosh Mixes and the After Dark podcast. And everyone who joins Patreon gets a shout out from me on the main podcast feed. Links are in the show notes. Enjoy today's conversation with Eric and Ryan from Capsule. Is it, is it you? You're getting ready to go to Dubai? Yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Gosh, that's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I've never been. I yeah. mean, I just did a, like a, I just went to China like a week and a half ago. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm just doing another fucking 16 hour fucking flight, which oh, is just crazy as shit. But yeah, yeah. Who, who are you touring with? I've been doing monitors for this band called Snarky Puppy. Okay. Yeah. It's like a jazz fusion group. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, fun. They are pretty, pretty popular. Yeah. Keep keeping you traveling. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. 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 They keep popping up like, Hey, you want to go to some, you know, so on this trip, I go to Dubai and then we go to India. So Man. it's like, I've never been. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say no. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Oh. What's up, Eric? <laughs> made it right <clears throat> well thank you guys for joining appreciate it it's absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Did, are both of you from uh Tan- Tan- miami miami is that where you're from miami, yeah 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 so where you grew up yeah. it is yeah ryan was like south miami eric's on the, the beach yeah. miami beach yeah. Nice. Nice. What was growing up like? It was pretty chill. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like Miami's like a big cultural melting pot kind of thing. You know? mm-hmm. Really, that's kind of, I mean, like, you know, the the rest of Florida isn't really like that, you know? Yeah. Like, my, like Miami's definitely its own kind of, like, hub of, like, different cultures, you know? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. More, more now that 
I mean, I, I have a daughter, but like more now that I have like parent friends and stuff, it's like everybody that doesn't live here, like seems to think like Miami is like so kid friendly and there's like so much shit to do. And I guess, I guess I could kind of agree with that. And like growing up, like I never thought there was like nothing to do. So that's right. That's right. What, what could, yeah. Yeah, I just had uh just talked to the guys in uh Horsewhip who are up uh little like north Tampa, Tampa area, right? Yeah, Tampa area and they were like yeah, they were like this little bubble of Florida is okay and just like the rest of the state is fine. <laughs> yeah, there's like pockets. It's yeah. like Miami, Tampa, Orlando, Gainesville and the rest of it is just like Rednecks Central. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like basically all the college towns are kind of, you know. <laughs> And then, like outside of that, it kind of just like it's more rural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what uh, got each of you into music? I mean, I've definitely been playing music since I, don't know, since I was like ten or something. At yeah, some point. I probably started when I was like seven or eight, I think. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I was in third grade when I started playing guitar, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was not. Nah, how old are you in third grade? So I'm probably like, yeah, probably like eight or nine. Oh yeah. Yeah. What led you to pick up guitar at such a young age? Me personally, I yeah. actually, I guess I, I always liked music, but you know, my parents have stories of me like being obsessed with like some song that if they turned it off the radio when we were driving when I was like a baby, I would just start crying until they put it on repeat and stuff like that, but. What made me really want to start playing guitar was actually the Green Day Dookie record <laughs> when that came out. Something about like I don't know. I guess it was the first time I heard electric guitar sound like that. Yeah, like my neighbor played guitar and had like amps and stuff. You know, I'd hear him play it, and some somehow that like converged, and I was like, I want to play guitar. I want to make that thing do the loud thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was such a cool record too because like once you learned your your bar chords, you could like I remember figuring world. out like when I come around and being like, oh shit, I could I can do it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like oh, it's so easy. If they could Learned do it, I could chords, do it. You could, you could play the whole the whole yeah. record, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eric, what was your first instrument? Uh, definitely bass. I mean, I had like, or I have, I have a brother, like really young and and stuff we i played bass uh one brother played guitar and the other one played drums you know so we had like a three-piece band you know and yeah we, we would do like a lot of green day songs you know like nirvana and like like stuff that we thought we were playing right then but then later when you get older you, you realize like oh no this is played like way different yeah like like because like with green day for example i'm like you know the, the the guitar chords are always straightforward, but it's the bass lines at Green Day that really would make those songs sound like would they take those songs up their level, kind of you know, like like like, like the bass line for when I come around. You know, like he never plays like like the actual chords. Almost he just kind of like you know like goes around on on like the fifths and like the fourths of it, and it's like that's something that I never thought young. You know, but, yeah, but yeah, bass and then but you know like. My brothers would always switch around too, so it was like bass, guitar, drums, all kind of into one thing eventually for me. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's rad. 
Well, at what point do you guys move from like, you know, music on the radio into like underground, like punk or hardcore? Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, like, when I was a kid, the first thing was like Guns N' Roses, right? Like 88, 89 or something. And then I got to like, then I got into like Metallica. And that was kind of the thing where it's like, you know, you see the videos of Metallica live, like from back in the day, and you're like, man, that. And then being into Metallica, they would always talk about like the Misfits and talk about like, diamond head and, and like all these all like the new wave of british heavy metal but then they were also into like punk so it's kind of like like in a weird way it's kind of from like yeah like like from seeing more like radio bands talk about like their influences and the more like underground bands that's kind of when i kind of started getting turned on to that world you know? yeah. I, was, I mean my segue is sort of similar i was like into green day and then somebody showed me like master of puppets or something and i was like well, this is even crazier. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I got heavy into Metallica. But nice. Yeah, it's a similar thing is like you find out bands that they were touring with and playing shows with, and then you just, you know, the the tree branches stem from stuff like that. Nice. nice. What was the music scene like in Miami at the time? Is it like a rich music scene or? At the time now? At the time when you guys were like in high school and trying to form bands in like these formative years, I guess it's like it kind of like I mean like when I was in high school, you know, it's like Ryan and I were in high school around the same time. Like I was, I'm like a year older or something. But um, like I feel like we were in the bands that kind of made up the scene. Like eventually, like because it, it was like us and um. And really, it was like a collective of a bunch of us, really, that just started forming bands. And, like, there was one kind of era at this place called, like, The Alley, where really, like, there was shows happening all the time. And, like, all our friends just had bands. And bands started coming in from, like, out of town. And and that's that was really, like, our era, kind of, you know? Like, of course, it was, like, the 90s and, like, the 80s in Miami that had their own kind of scenes and stuff. Like, like, like my parents used to go to see, like, napalm death and and like the early 90s and stuff and you know and and like clubs that don't exist anymore you know but like we've had since we've been playing and you know started playing in a bunch of bands like we've got bands to come down that had never been to miami you know like um like those era of like 305 fest those would be at like churchill's which was like a legendary pub in Miami, like closed now since like since covid but you know, like uh, like we we would have bands come down. We would have like 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 Discharge would, would come down and play who hadn't played in Miami in like twenty years. You know, like all kinds of crazy bands. And it's like it it, it definitely ebbs and flows, kind of. You know, yeah. A couple periods like while we were growing up, that was just like it seemed like there was a lot happening and kind of you know. Now it's kind of like 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 a bunch of places have closed down since COVID. So really, like there's only really a couple places to play down here when like punk bands play and stuff but you know like i feel like there'll be a resurgence that's yeah i feel now there are like a lot of young young bands i I keep seeing flyers of bands and i'm like there are are a lot of bands like still playing shows wherever they can like even though there's not really a lot of venues here right now but right right you 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 get married and have kids and have jobs and it's just like you play music but you're detached from the local scene and 
you know, you're the old guy, so you can't really show up anymore to yeah, house super, shows. Super old guy. Like I go see, I've seen a couple bands and I'm like, holy shit, I am, I could be everybody's dad here. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, we were the young guys for so long. Then, you know, now it's like, oh shit, now we're not the young guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It transitions fast. And you look around, you're like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't realize that for sure. capsule get started uh that was in like 2005 uh colin the other guitar player and i formed the band to go on tour with our friends band like this our friends had this band called devices and, and they're like oh we're going out to california and back in like two weeks you guys want to start a band and, and go with us and we're like <laughs> yeah that's a great idea so we kind of like like we were working we had been in band already, and like, and we we're just we we're trying to we we're coming up with like some new music and stuff. So we we're like, yeah, let's just do like a demo and go on, go on tour and hang out on the West Coast. I don't think we'd even been out there <laughs> by that point, you know. But that was pretty much yeah, like how it just started, kind of just like, um, just like out of like a random kind of event, you know. We were just like, yeah, let's go on tour for it. That's that's funny. Where where the name come from? I'm always curious. I know it's like a shitty interviewer question, but like how people like sometimes people have just crazy ass stories for where the band name comes from. Oh, that's like my favorite question. It came from Dragon Ball Z. Nice. <laughs> like 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 there's the character has their business on there called Capsule Corp. And like we're we were gonna call it that, you know, but then we're like, Let's just drop the corp, you know, and then like capsule by itself is pretty cool. So that's cool. That's cool. Ryan, how'd you uh, end up getting connected with the band? Uh, I mean, I've known, I mean, I met Eric probably when I was like 13 at like a, like at like a U UM guitar camp. And then I, I knew Eric's brother also. He used to like come hang out where I lived with like a friend of mine. And then I knew Colin through, I don't know, random other stuff, but I guess at the time when capsule formed, me and Colin played in another band where Colin played drums in it. Yeah, yeah. Then, you know, before that, like Colin and Eric had another band that they played in together. And I mean, we were, we were just all friends. Like, I guess a lot, a lot of people in Miami, just like, even if you're in different bands, like mm -hmm. you all end up kind of collaborating with each other and like hanging out together and stuff. So like we had known each other for a long time at that point. And, um, I guess, you know, the band had done like a tour, uh, this, this this guy Shane was playing bass for the band and he lived he didn't live in Miami he lived in in Melbourne Florida which is kind of closer up towards Orlando area and Eric Colin you know wanted to keep doing the band and there was like yo you want to play bass I was like yeah I'm down nice. nice yeah it's like these small pockets of scenes where all the bands play together for so long and like the serious musicians just kind of keep going and like eventually all right. end up together. Yeah. yeah and, and and like the circle gets small too like not just in in florida or Miami, but like like the whole country kind of you know because like people yeah. that we like our drummer now we met like he lived in boston and we met him from playing with other bands and he just kind of ended up drumming in this band because he's really you know 
like the best drummer we know. You know, it's, it's like it's like everyone that we all play with still is just because we're all. I mean, like everyone in Capsule is probably my favorite musician that I've played with. Kind of, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like it. That's why we've stuck together and kind of like played in so many bands together for so long. You know. Yeah, yeah. As you were writing and have written over these years and have like honed your sounds, like what were your influences early on? I mean, like that—that's like another simple answer. It's like the main influence. Like we just wanted to rip off um, Jerome's dream. Basically. Okay. Like, 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 like when we got asked to go on that tour, we're like, "Yeah, let's start a band, bro." We were writing these songs that, that sound like Jerome's dream, and like, <laughs> and then like eventually it kind of morphed into, you know, to our own thing. Of, you know, we added our own kind of influences and stuff, and um, yeah, I mean, like for us like for the inception of the band that's definitely like the most direct influence you know and then everything else kind of comes from everything else we grew up with you know? yeah green days guns and roses <laughs> yeah yeah how'd you guys uh end up working with robotic empire uh we knew because we started going to richmond to play a couple or actually it kind of come through tyranny probably right yeah yeah, because our band, we, we we had a band before that called Tyranny of Shaw. And that was like me and like Rick, the drummer from Torch and stuff like back in the day. And we had, they, they put out one of our CDs on, on for seven inch um, on Robotic Empire. Captain started doing stuff. And then we were friends with Andy and Andy was just like, yo, man, this stuff's, this stuff's awesome, bro. I'll like put out the demo or whatever. Or we'll do like a record and stuff like that. And yeah, that was like, that was pretty much like right when we started, you know, we started richmond a lot all the time and richmond kind of became like kind of like gainesville for a like kind of a second home kind of thing you know we go play there and we know everybody there and like we always have a great time you know yeah and that connection then led to rorschach yeah of course connection yeah yeah well yeah yeah because curtis lives in richmond too you know yeah i definitely knew curtis like before we even worked worked with him you know he was always around and now he's like everyone's accountant and stuff and he like knows everything too you know i was actually watching a guar documentary the other day and it's a, you know it's about richmond and stuff because they all live there basically. i was like oh man I, you know like we always love going over there and like, there's always great food and great bands from yeah from, yeah so many bands from richmond yeah. yeah yeah i'm from the DC area. So yeah, like we would go up to like Gettysburg in Philadelphia and then down to Richmond and like anything in between you'd see shows there. Yeah. That part of the country just like, have, I feel like had so much music. Yeah. What led to the band breaking up is kind of a, not a short run, but like, you know, you, was it tough to find footing? And like, I feel like the early two thousands, like the heavy music scene changed so fast and so quickly. And like what became popular was very uh, cookie cutter. Like, I mean, like it, it was never really like an official kind of breakup thing. We kind of started doing our own thing and, you know, some, like Colin moved out to the, like the West coast eventually. And like, you know, I started playing like other bands and touring. Well, like even when we were doing capsule, I was touring with like Kylesa and stuff and, and then, um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like Ryan, like has, has his engineering stuff, you know, so like he was never not busy too, you know, so like we, we always had stuff going on. So I never really, you know, it, it's like sometimes, I mean, like we were young too, then mm -hmm. too, 
eventually we start kind of growing up and getting into other things and it was always just kind of like oh whenever we get to it or something kind of you know there's never really like a comment. i definitely feel like everybody has been playing music or doing something music related you know, you know what i mean yeah yeah life just kind of happens and it's like the priority of the band just fades into the background a little bit kind of yeah. yeah just doing different stuff yeah yeah and like and then I mean, not even that long after capsule stopped kind of playing i mean me and eric started doing wrong and like we started yeah. doing that for you know a lot of years yeah which i guess maybe this year i realized like how long we had been doing it i was kind of like oh shit <laughs> 10 years in yeah it's like it's crazy how time flies and like you're because that was i mean that was another project which was just kind of like eric had a bunch of like demos and songs he's like yo let's just play these live and just go play at churchill's and shit sometimes like for fun and then it kind of just became more of like a real band after a while so yeah yeah like, yeah that's how everything always kind of starts too How did wrong end up with relapse record and i was like I mean, we literally i guess torch torch had just put out their new record and they were doing a tour with them and nothing both signed to relapse yeah and then we did the tour with them and played in philadelphia and everybody from relapse was there right <laughs> and they literally just came backstage after we played and we're like yeah we want to put out a record nice yeah it was kind of that simple like yeah and like we like knew bob and stuff already by then you know, which was like uh he did like a and r like a while and so now he doesn't anymore but, but yeah, he I mean, yeah. Brutal, brutal panda records mm -hmm. his yeah own, his own thing yeah yeah which, which they're putting out killer shit over there on brutal panda okay. too so yeah, yeah bob, bob's awesome yeah ryan what got you into uh engineering working on records and doing doing like live sound and shit uh, I think it's maybe a pretty common tale. It's like, I mean, I, I've always played in bands and, you know, we would, you know, go to people to record. And I think like maybe enough times I had done it and like the result was never like what I wanted or like I heard it differently. And maybe I didn't know the language to explain like how I wanted it. And I kind of just came to the point where I was like, yo, I'm just going to buy some SM57s and start <laughs> recording my own stuff. Like, I think basically the f the first thing I started recording, I think, was a band that me. It's kind of almost all of Capsules, like me, Eric, and Colin, and two other guys, Manny and Robbie, had this band called Monarchs. Oh, yeah. And I basically was just like, "Hey, like I got all this stuff. Like, let's just record demos or whatever." I was kind of learning how to do it, and you know, I guess I realized I liked it. Nice, nice, and nice. I still do it. Nice. I'm I'm actually at at my spot right now.
let's let's talk about capsule now what led to the decision to start playing and writing music again as capsule <laughs> so colin the other guitar player again uh he started this other band called viral sun yeah like just put out a record last year or this year right? i forget it actually came out this year last year yeah hey, last year yeah one. um yeah and then like he did a band he got right eric uh playing this other guy named eric playing bass for like a minute and then he couldn't do it anymore so then i ended up playing bass so basically the four of us went playing at this other band that that like Colin started which was <laughs> kind of it's like kind of similar music mm -hmm. definitely like weird and like fast and like kind of aggressive we had you know we were just having such a good time and hanging out it's just like maybe we could do some capsule stuff too you know and it was just kind of like you know like yeah easy kind of like that you know like same thing like everything we do is pretty much just like why don't we just try this and it was like all right yeah let's do it you know and it was you know it just felt fun and right and it's good to get back playing music with you know the dudes so, i mean even even though we like most of us are playing it wrong together and stuff and and like um doing other stuff but it's always fun to play with like guy with people that you grew up with and everybody knows what each other's thinking you know like and i basically i wrote a couple songs and showed it to these guys and everyone just kind of went just picked it up and played like it's like you know like we all speak the same language kind of you know like like everyone already knew like what like where the songs were coming from and the kind of stuff that we were trying to do you know yeah it's like kind of a natural a little bit you know, at least i thought so like like we already had new band pictures because we were taking pictures as viral sun and we're like oh here, here we go bro we got photographs already like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just felt like we were already doing it we're like well we could you know write some other some other riffs and yeah, there you like, go yeah and really like like a lot of us are you know can write songs and do stuff you know like 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 a lot of capsules music has come from all three of us at different points uh different areas of the band like each of us have kind of contributed to the songwriting process on it yeah but yeah. this the, the the new songs that we're releasing shortly are uh Eric, eric's brainchilds yeah yeah when you're writing and you you come to do capsule like is there a different thing you have to uh, the like switch you have to flip in writing that you want to try something different from like wrong or a different project no yeah it's definitely like I mean, that was the thing too like uh, like coming up with new songs it was kind of like stepping back into that that language i kind of kind of how i described it before it's definitely like a language like capsule has certain things that we don't do and certain things that you know like we only hear us do you know so writing those songs again, like like there's definitely parts too where I kind of uh, threw in nods to our older stuff because there's like weird chords that we used to do, you know, and like I kind of started using those again. And I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely remember this kind of, you know, like and with capsule is definitely a little more like there's a like less limits kind of a little bit. I, I mean, like there's not really any limits when we're when we're coming up with music, but with with capsule, it's definitely more like balls out kind of sometimes you know it's like let's just try to play the hardest thing we could do and then but still make it fun kind of you know and like yeah. it's kind of try to come up with the most otherworldly kind of sounds or something you know and 
it, it really, you know, and when I'm writing music for it too, I think of all the other guys, I'm like, you know, hope, hopefully this, like, like, like I know how everybody plays. So I kind of have this in mind where I'm trying to, you know, you, you want to challenge everybody or, and you want everybody to like have fun and do try something different, you know? Yeah. So I'm like when I do the demos too, I do them on, on garage band and all the drums are usually like MIDI. <laughs> so I just do the craziest drums I can. And, and I'm like, I'm sure Derek could do this, you know? So, <laughs> And it's like, and usually he does, you know, so it's like, you know, it's always fun to get to challenge everybody in the band and stuff to you and kind of just like, yeah, push it as far as it can go. Really, The EP is called Ferox. It's the third track. Where'd the title come from? And like, what's kind of your lyrical approach to these three songs? Um, Ferox is from Cannibal Ferox. I don't know if you're into horror movies or anything at all. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like those old cannibal movies from like the seventies and like early eighties and stuff, and that's just a cool word for sure. I was like, I definitely want to name something that. But um, I mean, definitely lyrically, it's always just like coming up with like the rhythms and you know, like this kind of like the uh, like the vowels you want to hear, and then I've always just had lyrics later, kind of. And the lyrics are definitely more subconscious. You know, sometimes I, I look back at them and I'm like, Ugh, am I really like, damn, <laughs> darker than I thought? But, you know, I'm like, is this like a like a Freudian thing? You know, I'm like, but then, you know, I, I, I usually try to keep them pretty coded, too. So it's like, you know, really, it's just kind of about like the rhythms and how it sounds and the textures and stuff. You know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely always kind of something personal or something that like everyone kind of experiences like living living day to day and shit. Yeah. Yeah. With the changes in the music industry and like the ease of releasing your own music, is that led to a decision to release these independently or did you like just kind of strike out trying to find someone to put the, put it out as like a CD or cassette or seven inch? I guess we always kind of like, like the last thing we did 10 years ago was a capsule. Eight stuff, and we put that up on Bandcamp ourselves mm. too, just cause like, I guess like, like the default is like, all right, we're going to, we'll record these songs ourselves because we always have someone you know i mean we have ryan of course who can fucking record and make everything sound dope so you know we do that and then it's like all right well now we can just let's just put it up or let's yeah. put it up because like like back then sure like we'd try to find someone you know then like streaming wasn't as like accessible and, and like you know people were you know we we put out records and stuff and sometimes we just send it to a friend and be like what do you think about this someone would offer to put it out and they pay for it themselves and give us a piece of it. And, you know, and like, that would be that. That was usually kind of our default setting. Yeah. And then, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think some of it stems from, I mean, I guess the kind of scene, if you want to call it that, or like subculture that like, you know, the band kind of partook in, you know, came from a lot of like DIY ethos and stuff like that. And you know, a little bit of how I got into recording and things like that. I think we just, you know, we make it, we record it. I mean, I don't know. I think, you know, in the past we had tried to shop stuff around and yeah. it takes, takes forever. And then maybe it's like, yeah, somebody's going to want to put it out. And then you're like, cool, it's done. You just got to wait around for eight months or whatever it takes to press stuff. And it's, with this is just, we were excited to do it. We did it. We played, you know, we played some shows and it was just kind of, we're just kind of trying to roll with the excitement of playing again and not just drag this out forever. Nice. Nice. yeah it's like there's definitely all those yeah yeah like we definitely we enjoy doing that stuff ourselves too and like even with the wrong stuff when 
relapse wanted to put this stuff out where they're like yeah so like you know let us know like your budget or whatever and like oh we already did the record you know we're just gonna send it to you you know then, <laughs> oh we had it done we had a whole record done already like yeah and like yeah man we like tracked everything you know like we're ready you know and that's nice. yeah definitely like um uh, that's definitely like in our ideal situation kind of to just be able to do everything ourselves and if someone else wants to take it further than 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 that we're you know we're grateful obviously yeah yeah who did the album artwork for oh for the ferox thing yeah and uh i did that actually nice <laughs> I, I mean i've actually been starting kind of with the art stuff more you know? I, I mean like back then too i mean i've always wanted to do more art for stuff i guess i was just always like you know we should probably get like an artist or something but um you know i i've like like a lot of my favorite bands do their own art too kind of you know or like it's always like someone within that kind of you know someone who's kind of part, like the music part of it comes up with the heart i always feel like that's just such an easy kind of connection and then i feel like yeah and things just kind of look natural and that's just i i definitely just like doing it and i'm trying to do it more. <laughs> so okay. i'm glad how it turned out you know it's definitely fun yeah yeah it's super cool the ep's out december 12th ryan you're busy you're about to leave the country again like are you guys looking at like wanting to tour next year or is it just kind of like get the songs out and just like enjoy putting music out into the world yeah i mean it's like a little bit of it's 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 definitely you know we're definitely more excited about just music right like but um you know whatever works out really you know like like we're all we're all doing different stuff all the time like our drummer lives in lisbon and our colin lives in oakland you know like um i'm like back in school finishing a degree i started like 20 years ago you know and like ryan's touring and got got the recording stuff so like whenever it works out where we can actually do some shows and touring you know like it, it that's awesome you know yeah but we always do music you know like even when we're all busy you know for listening to As the Story Grows. Our intro music was written and composed by Jeremy Hunt. The As the Story Grows theme is by Bob Nana. If you like what you hear, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a rating and review. If you'd like to support the show financially, you can join us at patreon.com slash as the story grows. Be a part of our community and join the ongoing conversation over on Discord. If you enjoy this episode, share it on social media with your friends. Much appreciated, and thanks for listening. I'll never